I haven't hugged you in like 10 years. Bill, you got a phone call. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that likes to toke a big spliff of that good sensimilla. I've always thought a spliff sounded pretty delightful. It does. I, I like it. It's better <laughs> than joint. It's better than doobie. Well, a spliff is not a joint. A spliff is, there's tobacco and weed. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's stupid. You smoke a spliff, it's like... What's the fucking point? I don't know. I got to get a little bit of Marlboro with my but weed. But it's also like it has filler. Maybe you don't have enough weed. You can just put some in there, but then you don't want the fucking world's like tiniest needle joint. What about menthol cigarettes? Would you want to mix a menthol cigarette with, with weed? I've never tried a menthol cigarette before. No. Probably not. <laughs> like we used to use roach clips. For, for our roaches. They'd, yeah. they'd get so tiny and then finally get to a point where you couldn't do anything, so you would just kind of throw them away. I read up that there's some people that just make a joint out of the little tiny roaches, <laughs> right? They, they take all the little tiny roaches and then oh. they put those in something and, and smoke it. Okay. And, and it said something about how that a lot of the THC, I guess, I don't know if it's true or not because it was on the internet, gets kind of sucked to the front of a joint somehow. So the roaches, according to this article, are a little more potent. So if you, you know, you save up like 20 roaches and you you put those in a bowl or something and smoke that. Yeah, I and mean, that's interesting. It's a better idea than Wu-Tanging it. What is that? So if you Wu-Tang a blunt, you have the tiny little piece left and you just, you take your hit and go and swallow it. No. And then you like blow your head out. No, nah, that feels terrible. It probably would fucking suck. I think everybody's done that on accident before, and, it, and it's <laughs> awful. I But that's a thing. I, I know people who've obtained the blunt before. Well, the reason that I started our episode out that way is because this is the official 420 episode. Whoa! Well, marijuana! Whoa. Scary! That's right. This episode will release on <sighs> April 17th. You wait a couple days, and you can listen to it on 420. Nice. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch Pineapple Express today? We are not going to watch Pineapple Express today. I'm sorry to tell you. I've never seen it. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, you know, I, I thought about it. Um, you know, obviously, Seth Rogen, big stoner. I'm a fan of him. But then James Franco, he's... Um, With everything going on right now? Yeah. But it, was it like a sexual... Oh, he me too the fuck out of some women. Mm. Yeah. So I okay. didn't really want to... You know, it just doesn't feel good. Okay. Just didn't Maybe feel next good. 420. Maybe. Maybe. What do you say we blaze on over to the uh, lobby? Sure. Because it's lobby time with Vincent Jack. Alright everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Alright, so first of all, I went to uh, the doctor the other day for my checkup. I try to go as little as possible. I basically wait until my prescriptions are about to run out, and then I schedule an appointment. So I got blood work done and all that stuff. Good news, my cholesterol levels are uh, awesome. Good. Yeah, they should be with the amount of drugs that I have. <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm taking a statin, which is like Lipitor, that's supposed to lower it. But I have to take another drug that will help the Lipitor to lower my cholesterol. Jeez. My genes are awful. Yeah, and, yeah, and you pass them down to me. Well, not... Uh... Maybe not the heart stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's debatable on whether I'd have the heart, rather have the heart stuff or what I have. Yeah, that's true. I think I'd rather have the heart stuff. Well, yeah, if you know ahead of time. Um, if and, I know ahead of time and don't die at 26 yeah, of a heart attack. You can get some preventive maintenance in early on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. I wish I would have. There's still maintenance to it, like eating well and taking your medicine, but I'd rather fucking have that amount of maintenance over something else. Yeah. Should I... I'm supposed to do, but don't. Yeah, and I can't see you ever eating well. No, I know. 
But that, but that's not why I'm telling you about my doctor appointment. So, what's the word intimate mean to you when you hear intimate? Um, I, I'm sure to you it means sex. Intimate just means like close, a lot of feeling. What do you mean a lot of feeling? Like emotions, kind of thing, like intimate. But then when you say, "Oh, you have an intimate relationship," to me, that's sex. Yeah. The reason I'm asking is because I'm sitting in the chair and I notice there's a little sign uh, by the door that says "Chaperone for Intimate Exams," and I was thinking, "What's what's you know?" That's probably for your butthole. Will my insurance pay for a happy ending? I don't know what what this means, you know. And somebody's gonna watch an intimate exam. Might just be like when they go up your butt for the thing. I I guess so. She did not do that. She said that if I'm peeing multiple times at night, then they can do a blood test for that. So I don't think they stick the finger up the butthole anymore. Peeing multiple times a night? Yeah, because that might mean that you have some prostate issues. Oh. So I get up and pee once pretty much every night, but I also drink up until I go to bed. So I'm going to blame it on that. I don't ever wake up and pee. But I just thought that was weird, intimate exams. I, I I think there's other wording they could use besides that because it kind of confused me. Up close and personal okay. exams. Anything where you're going to get naked. So maybe naked exams or private parts showing exams. Probably not those. I think, I don't I don't know what else they could use. There's something out there. There is. Besides intimate. Yeah, movingmuggin at gmail.com. Let me know so I can let my doctor know because I felt uncomfortable there. And you just want to have an intimate exam with mom. I do. I really do. <laughs> All right, and next, I want to give a shout-out to our uh, our good friend, Samuel L. Jackson. He was presented with an honorary Oscar for Lifetime Achievement at these uh, past Academy Awards. Cool. While most people were talking about uh, Will Smith uh, smacking Chris Rock, he was quietly getting a, a great award and, and well-deserved. Definitely. That was his first Oscar, and he should have won something for Pulp Fiction. He should have won something... Just a long time ago, he's the range he has. Yeah, but he's in Star Wars. Yeah, but Star Wars actors don't get Academy Awards because because Star Wars. Well, it, it's just typically movies that Samuel L. Jackson is in, they're not considered for uh, Academy Awards, like the the Hitman's Bodyguard. Well, why not? Because they're not fancy enough movies with enough class. Yeah, pretty much. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not top tier movies. Snakes on a plane. I mean, come on. Okay, that was a <laughs> was not meant to be a top tier movie. Yeah, but a Tarantino film. Well, Tar- those aren't classy enough. Tarantino films do get awards. I'm saying that's the one where he could have and should have won it. But the Academy Awards that Pulp Fiction was in, they had to go up against Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump. Oh, fuck. I think Forrest Gump got Best Picture, which, Probably. I mean, it's it's hard to argue with that because yeah. it, it's a great movie. I don't know who got the other shit. I'll have to look that up at some point. I mean, we're just a movie podcast. We don't know all that shit. Yeah. Probably Shawshank. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and look it up because I'm curious. All right. Best Picture, Forrest Gump. Best Actor, Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump. Best Supporting Actor, Martin Landau for Ed Wood. That should have been. Come on, man. Who is that? He's some old dude. Um, and Ed Wood. What movie? Ed Wood. It's it's a Johnny Depp movie. Heard of that. He he plays a an uh Ed Wood. Yeah, who's a, a a weird director. Yeah, there is no way that Martin Landau was better than Samuel L. Jackson playing Jules in Pulp Fiction. The only award that Pulp Fiction got was Best Original Screenplay, and I, I don't see, I don't see Shawshank on here anywhere. Really? I you know I don't think Shawshank really took off until word of mouth and afterwards. Like it wasn't one of those movies that you watch the previews and you're like, yeah, I really want to fucking see that when there's Forrest Gump and and when there's Pulp Fiction. True. Cuz cuz those two big hitters. Yeah. Well, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Forrest Gump cleaned up pretty good. Not surprising. Yeah. All right, next. You know how you have a uh, two segments all your own um in the news with Jack and uh Ask Jack? Yeah. Well, I just thought it was about time that uh, I have one of my own. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, I give you shit that bothers me. Dude, please don't carry on a conversation with the cashier. There's a fucking line, and she doesn't give a shit anyway. Of all the fucking places, all the empty seats in here, and you want to pick this one right next to me? Is that what's fucking happening? No, I don't want to join your rewards program. All right. What did you think of the theme? I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I have to ask if people want to join the rewards program. Yeah, but we don't. Some people do. No, 
We don't. Some people give in. Fair. And I, I think people who are complete assholes, whenever you have to ask it, I hate them more than I hate getting asked. Because there's people who, like, you have lines that you're supposed to say when you're cashier, and they'll cut you off. And I think that's really rude. Oh, it's something that I think. It's not something that I would say, no, I don't want to join your fucking thing. But I'm thinking it in my head. I think it's good that people know, though. Because if you go somewhere and shop all the time, you might as well join a rewards program. Yeah. Like, as long as it's not a credit card thing, which ours isn't, you just earn points passively if you fucking go there all the time. But if there's a line and you're asking somebody to join and then you got to type in all their information, number one, you're an asshole if you do that and there's a line. Yeah, when there's a line, I don't ask anything. I just scan it and tell them their total. But, But some places do ask. And and you're like, no, do you know, there's people behind me. I'm not going to do that. Just tell me that I can go online and do it. And if I really want to do it, I'll do it online. All right, Jack, you want to know what bothers me? I'm sure I already know it. It bothers me when I get home and there's neighbors outside. <sighs> yeah, me too. Which is happening a lot right now because uh, spring has sprung and people are out there uh, planting their flowers and shit like that. And on the weekends, I park in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means that... You can't just shut the garage door behind you. Yeah. I've never parked in the garage, so I've had to deal with that before, too. Like, last week, I I (laughs) shut my car door, and I was just... And I saw the neighbor was there across the street. So it's not like we were 10 feet from each other, and we can just say hello and go about our day. And I start... Like, I change my body language to be pointing the exact opposite way of her. She says, hey, I say, hey, and then I keep walking... And then she starts talking to me. Then I have to talk to her about school and my job. Because I'm one of the only, like, kids. So people are curious about that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had to drop the lines of, like, like I'm not sure what I want to do yet. All that bullshit. And I just, I've known I didn't want to go to school for a really long time now. Just pointless conversation that is literally just them being nosy. Well, trying to be nice, too. Our, our, our neighbors are be nice. nice by saying, hey, and I'll say, hey, with a fake smile, and I'll wave my hand. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, beautiful day. As I'm walking to my front door, I might be able to say <laughs> that, and that's a nice thing. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wish that I could wave and say, small talk, and they could wave back and say, small talk, and just kind of nod, mm. and then we could just go in the house, you know, because they don't fucking care what we're going to talk about with the small talk. I don't fucking care. I, I can tell it's a nice day outside, right? I, I yeah. know that it rained last week. I, I know that we need some rain, right? <laughs> yeah. I just wish they could read body language because if the first thing I do getting out of my car is turn away from you, that means I don't want to talk to you. And then after you say hey and then I say hey again or hey back and then I turn away again, don't talk to me. If I started walking across the street to go talk to you, then yeah, you can talk to me, but I'm never going to do that. I'm going to turn my back on you and try to go to my front door as fast as possible because this conversation could last between three minutes to 15. Yep. And if it's 15, I'm pissed. What gets me to is in the summertime when it's a fucking 120 degrees and, uh, you know, I have to go out there for some reason and then... The neighbor doesn't just stay in their yard. They they kind of walk over, and that's Dude. when you know. But that's you're you're a, a a big boy. You're an adult, so that's what adult neighbors do. They they talk and they gossip and oh, what's the word on house four ten? What's happening over there? Oh, we, we oh, and, all these things. We did talk about the neighbor one time, and I was interested in that conversation. The the one who well, uh, yeah. Uh, who got arrested for uh, assault with a weapon of his uh, wife and child and who fucking moved back in the house. I know. Come on, man. And who, like, almost fucking T-boned me in the cul-de-sac. He drives so fast. He's such a fucking prick, dude. Yeah. Fucking prick. He's a douche. So that was one time that I was interested in, do you have more information on this? Because I would like to know. Because apparently the the cops had, like, a bag with, like, a bloody knife or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, damn. Yeah. But in that he had, he was all bloody and stuff. I want to know exactly what happened because I hate that guy. Yeah, but but I sweat like I'm fucking twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, I even sweat to go get the mail. And so when I go out there in the summer and you know I it, I just time it wrong, and somebody comes over and I just stand there and sweat. And even if I took a shower earlier, it's like I got to fucking take another shower today. And and you could be out there 
the sun's going to go down here in the next 30 minutes, and you'll be out there until it's dark. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm getting a phone call. Hold on. You know, it's funny. My uh, Our next-door neighbor growing up, if you got caught out there, um, man, he was... He was a fucking filibuster, man. He would go on forever and ever and ever. And if you would try to say, I, he would just jump right in with something else. It's like he never, ever stopped and he loved himself. And so- If, the, if that was my neighbor, I would have already cut the ties. Well, my mom would give it an amount of time and then she'd come out and yell at my dad, Bill, you got a phone call. And he'd be like, okay, got to go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to go get the mail, I look out the window first. And, and see if anybody's there. And there's been times where I've opened my door and kind of walked around the corner and I see people. I'm like, nope, I'll go right back in. I do my best to try Pretend to avoid like everybody. And, and you it's, heard a big bang, so you're like, yeah, look around for a second and then go back inside. Or, or do that thing where I'm walking in and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, and kind of put my finger up and then turn right back around like it, it looks like that I forgot something in the house. You know our newer neighbor yeah. with the shit dogs? Yes. I, I like him. I've never talked to him. But if I get out of my car, I just got off work, I'm going to the front door. Uh, there's been multiple times where we get home around the same time. He'll wave at me. Yeah. He might not even say, hey. Yeah. I'll wave back. Uh-huh. And then we fucking go inside. Perfect neighbor, man. I know. His dogs, and his dogs aren't annoying as they used to be. Uh, well. I don't hear them that. barking all day and all night like they used to. <sighs> the only time is when I let the dogs out and... Our big dog gets in a little barking match, but if I stand out there, he respects me too much to go up and act a fool at the fence. Well, speaking of dogs, you know what else bothers me, Jack? What? Dogs that I can always see their butthole. A lot of dogs. Yeah. I, Pretty I, much most dogs don't have a tail that's always between their legs. Like a lot of dogs, their tail goes down. Like I, my I'm, dog? Yeah, I'm talking about the dogs like pugs, that you can always see their butthole. There's lots of dogs that you their butthole is always in view. But, like, you just don't have to look at it. No, but you do. Mm. You do. If a dog's walking away from you and you just... It's a glaring butthole in your face. It's just gross, and I, and I just don't like it. And I, I feel like, you know, dogs have been bred over the years to be good hunters, to be good guard dogs, to be retrievers and uh, pointers. And I just feel like, you know what? Let's start breeding dogs right now. To where their buttholes won't show. How are you going to breed that? I don't know. You, you've you bred dogs to be able to swim and do all these other things, to be the perfect working class dogs over the years by mating them with other dogs. You know, we didn't used to have fucking golden doodles and things like that, but they, yeah. they bred them to be hypoallergenic and to be good with families. So they could, they could put some dogs together and slowly start fading out these breeds of dogs where you can see their buttholes all the time. And, and I'm for that. And I think that needs to be done. But so are you just gonna like get like four select breeds that have tails that always cover their butthole and just literally just have a big family stem from them? Jack, I don't understand the science of it. I just know that it can be done, and I think we need to start phasing out the dogs that you can always see their butthole. <laughs> I just don't because, think anyone else cares because that shit bothers me. Start putting pants on your dog then. <laughs> All right, Jack. One more thing. You know what bothers me? What? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Something else stupid. No, this one, uh, I mean, you were a witness of it uh, last week. It really, really got me down. So I've been compiling notes for things to go in lobby time oh. for years. And, and as I'm kind of reading off of it in last week's episode, I look back down again, and it's on a different note. And so I'm like, well, how the fuck did that happen? So I go back and look for it, and it's fucking gone. So my lobby time notes disappeared. Mm-hmm. And it just fucking took the wind out of my sails to where it it hurt, man. And it just, it demotivated me. And I just really didn't want to, I just really kind of didn't want to record for or for a lot of this week. I could tell. Yeah. So that bothers me. Mm, that's fair. So, and that was shit that bothers me. Dude, please don't carry on a conversation with the cashier. There's a fucking line and she doesn't give a shit anyway. Of all the fucking places, all the empty seats in here, and you want to pick this one right next to me? Is that what's fucking happening? No, I don't want to join your rewards program. All right, I just thought it was about time that I have a segment, and since uh, lots of shit bothers me, you know, it could be uh, definitely be a recurring one. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we're not going to get into it today, but uh, Erica from the Film Stripping Podcast just sent in a wonderful Ask Jack. Cool. Uh, I'm going to have to tell you what it is ahead of time, so I'll tell you here in a little bit, but because it's going to require some some thought and uh, a little bit of uh, time 
on, on your part to get it right. Okay. So, um, and, and I'm going to join in it too because I think it'd be fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, I am. No, it's not. It's never worked that way. You have your own segment now. You can't mooch off of the most successful segment in the show just because you want to. Okay. Then, then what I will do <laughs> is I will, uh, I, I have some stuff to add in, but it will go well with how you answer it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> One more thing. A couple weeks ago, I uh, I guessed your score. It was for Weird Science. I, I think it'd be fun if we incorporated that into the podcast. Yeah. All right. I think that'd be fun. Okay. So every episode, we'll, we'll try to guess, okay? Okay. All right. All right. You got anything else for the lobby? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's blaze on over to the Moving Buggin' Studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. You can't use the same one. You bl- we blazed to the fucking lobby, and now we blazed back. We blaze in and blaze out. What do we we, we puff on over? <laughs> I don't know, but you could have thought of something. All right, so this movie came out in 1978. Okay, it this is, is going to ra- be like up in smoke. It is rated R. It is one hour and twenty six minutes. Forty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, six point nine out of ten on IMDb, and eighty six percent of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Tons of sex talk and references throughout, nothing too bad, no nudity at all, except a rear end for a second. Okay. And there's one use of the Spanish term, hijo de la chingada. Which means? Son of a bitch. Okay. All right, so an otter of 420. Whoa! Marijuana. Scary. This movie is called Up in Smoke. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey... There's another one, yeah, that has been guessed. Yep. So wh- I'm worried. One, it's old, and two, we're not high. Yeah, we aren't gonna be high. I have a feeling it's gonna be garbage. I and mean, I, especially because Cheech and Chong so legendary, when really they could have just been two old guys that smoked weed and aren't actually funny. I don't know. I think my friends like Cheech and Chong. But then again, they are high. Yeah, if they watch it, they're not sober. Well, we we could uh, go get some food here in a little bit and uh, pick up some Delta Eight gummies and, and see what yeah. those do. I'd rather smoke something than eat it. <laughs> I would too. I'd much rather just find a joint, some place that sells them. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen because your mother would kill us. Well, doesn't she have a women's retreat to go to? No, she does not have a women's retreat to go to. We should sign her up for a women's retreat to go to. <laughs> She'd be so pissed. <laughs> yeah, well, she'd be pissed one to go and two at the results when she came back. Yeah, so I'm not uh, I'm not scared at all about this movie. I, I'm not nervous about it one bit. You've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess we'll see. All right, so you ready to do this? Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie puff and pause. And we're back after watching 1978's <laughs> Up in Smoke, starring Cheech and Chong. Yep. Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. Yep. All right, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie's about a couple of stoners who uh, meet up, and they're in search of weed for a lot of the time. And um, they end up being deported to Mexico, where they inadvertently pick up a van that is made out of marijuana and then they drive to a battle of the bands yep to be in a contest and they uh end up winning it yep that's a, a deep plot line for a movie very deep yeah all right let's see what the internet has to say an unemployed pot smoking slacker and amateur drummer anthony stoner ditches his strict parents and hits the road eventually meeting kindred spirit pedro lopakis played by cheech marin while the drug-ingesting duo is soon arrested for possession of marijuana, Anthony and Pedro get released on a technicality, allowing them to continue their many misadventures and ultimately compete in a rock band contest where they perform the raucous tune, Ear Ache My Eye. Did you know that's what that was called? No. Okay, do you... I didn't know Chong was fucking Anthony. Yeah, his dad called him Anthony at the beginning. But uh, let me, you need me to pause real quick so you can put Earache My Eye on your uh, Spotify no. playlist? No. Well, I'll write it down for you to, to okay. remind you later. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, before we get into this, <sighs> and I can tell you have some opinions. Golly. <laughs> Boy, do I. All right, so I wanted to play a stoner movie in uh, okay. in celebration of 420. Whoa! Oh, marijuana. Whoa. Scary. 
and I contemplated for a little while and, and I know I went down a road. Look, I, I knew. Okay. I knew. You told me this was going to be fine. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I said, I'm not nervous at all because I knew exactly oh. what we were getting into. Okay. Okay. I just felt like this one had to be done. I had another one that I was thinking about doing and I would have enjoyed it a whole lot more. I'll tell you that. Okay. And I knew that going in, but I just felt like, you know what? We need Cheech and Chong somewhere in our... Uh... You're wrong for that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not because... You haven't heard what I have to say. No. I'm... You are... I, I you know... fucked up. I know what you have to say. I can't believe you did that to, to yourself. I'd rather watch Blood Fart Lake like three times in a row than watch this movie. Wow. This movie was one of the top three worst <laughs> movies I have ever seen. Okay. It was horrible. We're guessing your score may not be that hard. And then. dude, it was like fucking eight hours long too. <laughs> God, I, 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 I grew up thinking like Cheech and Chong were legends. Now I hate both of them. And I, I'm glad I wasn't high during this because it would have ruined my high. <laughs> I would have been sober five minutes into this thing. God, oh. it was so, so <laughs> terrible. I hated every second. I literally thought, like, if I was just, like, watching this, I would have turned it off, yeah. um, like, around the time that he picked up Chong. Yeah, I would Which is three minutes in, maybe. This movie was just terrible from start to finish. It was 0% funny, 100% obnoxious. Everything about it sucked ass. <laughs> Everything. All right. And the thing is, it's also like fucking 40 minutes longer than Blood Fart Lake. Uh, it's just, and Blood Fart Lake, the cum stash was at least funny. Yeah. There was something good about that movie. This had nothing. Really? Even when uh, there was undercover cops and they were in like I a, hated uh, the undercover well, cops okay. so much. But they were in a uh, uh, an undercover van that was some kind of like cleaner I'd company for step clothes. I'd on a landmine than watch and, this movie again. But he unzipped the, the pants and, and oh. peeked out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The only almost decent part was whenever Cheech was sitting on the van and everyone thought that Chong was fucking in there. It had the it was the same thing as like Austin Powers and the tent when he's pulling all the things mm -hmm. and it looks like it's coming out of her ass. It's one of those. Yeah. But it was too far in. <laughs> it's just hey, so, so I knew I knew without question you were gonna hate this movie. <laughs> without question. And to this degree though? Maybe not you asked to if this I was degree. Awake. I almost <laughs> fell asleep at one part of it. I was just, you, oh. you were breathing weird. Maybe you were trying not to uh, explode in anger. You were <laughs> Kind of um, resetting is... yourself. <sighs> All right. So, um, yeah, again, th this was hard to sit through. And and, and again, I, there were many times in this where I was like, I just want to turn this off. But at the same time, I was like, no, I want to get through it. You know, we came up with that thing that we're not going to turn off a you movie. You came up with it. But I wanted to get through it just so we could have a Cheech and Chong movie in our library and up in smoke. Dude, this is the grandfather of Harold and Kumar. This is the grandfather of Beavis and Butthead. But it was horrible. And Harold and Kumar is funny, and so is Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. This was awful. <laughs> it's the grandfather who fucking you wish you never had. Horrible. I knew that this was not going to stand the test of time. I haven't seen this in a long time because... Did it, Dude, it, it, That's was, it didn't not stand the test of time. This was never good. See, we've there talked about it. No way. We've talked about it before that movies that were good at one time are terrible now. There's and what no has way. happened? There's what, no way this was ever good. Is this evolution that that gets you to this point where things that used to be great back then and this this movie back then, dude, it cleaned up, man, and it's a it's still a cult classic for. <sighs> For those who haven't watched it lately. <laughs> For those who haven't watched it. Uh, well, I find it funny that you put in this new rule, no changing movies, and you've been the only one to pick a dog shit horrible movie because <laughs> you skipped out on that Ryan Gosling, whatever, Russell Crowe movie. Oh, yeah. And that sucked ass. So then you make the rule, okay, how about we don't do that anymore? Yeah. And you pick this. <laughs> This was horrible. <laughs> did you pay for this? Yeah, we paid $4 for this. I didn't. You did? Okay. Oh, my God. This movie, you should... Oh, my God. 
I have like nothing else to say besides repeating myself. This was top three worst movies I've ever seen. Might be number one. I know Swearnet was worse than this, but God, this this is a close number two in worst movies I have ever and will ever see. I'm so bad about it. Everything that it wasn't funny. There was no entertainment value. The fucking dumb voices they did just made me want to stick screwdrivers in my ears. Like what kind of voice? His fucking over the top cholo voice for Cheech and a what fucking. Did, what chomps. did it sound like? And shut up. And Chong <laughs> sounded like a fucking like Canadian trying to sound like a stoner. He actually is Canadian. It sounded horrible. I hated both of their voices. Were you, were you he said to... man every other sentence. Okay. No, I'm not in the mood. I'm really not. How many times do you think they said man in this movie? Fucking more time. If I if I would have said pick a movie with the most uh, uses of man in it, it would have been higher than uses of fuck and swearing it. Okay, but how many do you think were in here? Just take a wild guess. Five hundred and ninety-four. No, only two hundred and ninety-five times. And all in the fucking span of what fucking ten minutes? Well, I think they'd said it uh I think I'd read that they said it two hundred and twelve times before they even went down to Mexico. Yeah, and this it just wouldn't end. They just kept adding shit that was happening. This movie sucked. And they have more movies? I think they have a total of eight movies. If you picked another, I'm, I literally am going to walk out and never come back. This movie shot them into stardom. Shit, shot them yeah. into space. <laughs> Seven more movies. Seven more. God. So it's interesting that you pointed out that he sounded Canadian, because he is actually from Canada, and Cheech was uh, dodging the draft for the Vietnam War, so he went up to Canada to kind of hide out, and the two met up, and they started doing stand-up comedy together, and they actually sure that um, was hilarious. produced uh, some records that uh, came out before they made it into the movies. There's not a funny bone in either of their bodies. This movie was just... It just blows my mind that this was just... I, I never believed that the Cheech and Chong movie would be this bad. And everyone likes Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Except you. Like, even if I was stoned, like, I would have fucking gotten up and done something else. You want to punch me right now, don't you? No, I don't. I'm not, like, actually mad. But that destroyed me. Like, I, I, like, there's a reason I'm smiling and laughing as I shit on it, because it was just, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe they're famous. I can't believe anybody likes them. I don't think anybody could watch this movie nowadays and say this is a good movie because it's not. And I don't know how they're stoners. Uh, so you see them smoke like once, right? Well, weed was hard to find, man. They were on the search for it for a lot of the movie. And yeah, they were riding in it. Yeah, and, irony right there. And it was so awesome whenever the cops would just get high from the exhaust not coming out of the exhaust pipe. The van was on fire. It was a slow burn. And then some of it turned to liquid, and that started burning. The effects of the marijuana did hit really, really quick. Yeah, movie. and he took acid and was immediately tripping, when that's not how that works either. It's it's fiction, Jack. This this isn't real. I know. It's just, I'm glad it's not real. Can't haunt my nightmares any more than it actually will. All right, so you didn't like it. So let's um let's shift gears real quick. Because I wrote down some interesting things in um, honor of 420. Whoa! Oh, marijuana. Whoa. Scary. All right. Did you know that the House just passed legislation that would legalize marijuana nationwide, eliminating criminal penalties for anyone who manufactures, distributes, or possesses the substance? It still has to go to the Senate, which they'll vote it down because the Democrats came up with it and the Republicans can't vote for anything the Democrats want. So... It's not going to make it anywhere, but it's getting closer and closer to being legalized in the United States. Once it's legal where we live, I'm going to have to try it. Like, sorry, Mom, but you didn't want me trying alcohol either. And you see, I can be responsible with it. That's just kind of something that will have to be done. It could fuck with your medication, though. And so can alcohol. Clearly, it had before. Mm hmm. And I'm a lot less scared of weed than I am of alcohol. Well, but that could also... not as fun. But that could also be scary as well, that you're a lot less scared of it. And yeah, it's still not good, but 
I'm one of those people who thinks, why is weed illegal and well, alcohol isn't? No, I'm 100% on board with that. Like, alcohol fucking, is going to fucking destroy you. My thing is, nobody ever wants to fucking kick somebody's ass when they've uh, when they've smoked a exactly. joint. Exactly. But when they've had a couple beers... Yeah, they're fucking ready to go. Yeah, you just want to laugh, have fun, eat some Doritos, and uh, then have a good night's sleep. But it's also like with my medication, if I've had a night of drinking and I try to wait until I'm more sober to take it... It doesn't matter because both of them make alcohol stronger and alcohol makes both of them stronger. And that's why there was one night where I was, as soon as I would fall asleep, I'd wake up and I'd almost throw up and repeat for like an hour until I fell asleep. That sucked ass. But if I feel like if I took my medicine after I smoked a doobie, I'd be fine. Well, it's not a matter of if you would be fine. It's a matter of how the chemicals in marijuana might affect the chemicals in your medication Yeah, to where they're less effective, then that could cause some major issues. That's the worry I have about that. Yeah, I mean, I'd still be scared of that. I just like, I'm not worried about it, which I guess that's not that responsible. But at the same time, I don't look to smoke every day nor do I look to drink every day. It's just one of those things, like if there was a weekend or like a, a Saturday where I hung out with my friends and we smoked and just hung out for a while, I wouldn't be scared of what was happening after that. I know no one ever is like, yeah, I'm going to smoke every day. Yeah, that's obviously, I'm some people I'm sure go in with the goal of that, but, but, but it's serious. But it's tough because when your mother and I started smoking weed in uh, college, it was just going to be a weekend thing. Yeah, I, and I, that's why I said I know that's a thing. And, and it soon people say. turned into a uh, every night thing. And uh, so <laughs> much so that, that she basically dropped right out of college. I, on the other hand, made the president's list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I excelled on it somehow, but she, she did not. But she was, also, she was also stupid when she smoked. Like she couldn't keep up with uh, regular conversations whatsoever. We would go watch movies. I would just smoke too much. And and she would just be confused the whole time and wouldn't understand it at all. So That's funny. Yeah. And you probably smoked more as a kid than she did. Um, I don't know. I feel like in your childhood, if you were or in your early teen years, if you're running around with your BB gun and like the the woods that were behind your house, you'd have a joint smoking in your mouth like that. So no. I could picture that. The first time I smoked a joint, I was in eighth grade. And okay. I wasn't able to get any more after that. It, uh, I think it was really 10th grade when I really started smoking a lot. And then 11th grade, I started doing all sorts of shit. And then 12th grade, I smoked a little bit more. And then I quit before I went in the Army. I smoked a little bit of hash in the Army. And then when I got out of the Army and met your mom, wasn't doing anything except drinking. And then when we went away to the university in a party town, yeah, we started getting high and we started getting high and kept getting high and kept getting <laughs> high. And um, then when I graduated and we decided to move, we were like, you know what? We're just going to leave this here in this town. We uh, gifted our big purple bong to a friend and we never smoked again. And I have not smoked weed since probably 1996. Oh, shit. You, <laughs> if you... Smoke something, you're going to be, <laughs> you have to be very careful. <laughs> well, I, I know that it's so much stronger because, than it used to be. Yeah. I don't know how often people greened out back when you smoked, but that's like a, a thing. I apparently. would say that Fucking, was not a thing back then. It, like that you can just smoke too much and throw up. Nope. Never, never did. We smoked until we got high and then we watched TV and uh, and ate. It's a lot easier now with dab, fucking oil, that's like very high percentage, mm -hmm. like in the 90s. And it's also a felony. Yeah, but all the, the shit y'all used to smoke was like smaller, much smaller percentages than like fucking 90s. It smelled so good, though. Well, yeah, I, yeah, the, I love the smell of weed. We'd open a bag of weed, and the first thing you do is... Mm -hmm. <sighs> yep. So how many states do you think it's completely legal in? It's in the 20s. 18. I would have guessed 27. However, there is 19 more that's permitted for medical use. So oh, okay. there's a total of 37 states where you can get it. Colorado's legal. California's legal. New York is legal. I mean, are we going to go down all 37 of them? No. Oklahoma's medical, I believe, unless it's legal now. So here's the 37 states where it's either legalized or you can get medical use for it. 
Alaska, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, and West Virginia. Notice any states that are missing? Texas. Yep. <laughs> and and you know what? Greg Abbott, you piece of shit of a governor, you <laughs> piece of shit of a person. Yeah. So so get this, you you piece of shit. <laughs> You're all about freedom, right? Did you know that cannabis is not illegal in North Korea? That means that North Korea is more free than Texas. Okay, that, that is a stretch. Shh. <laughs> I'm trying to fool his simple mind into thinking, well, no, North Korea is not going to be more free than we are. I'm legalizing it right now. Does he sound like that? I know. He's a, just, just imagine what a dipshit sounds like, and then you can imagine what he sounds like. All right, here's some other fun facts about marijuana. Did you know that William Shakespeare smoked marijuana? Didn't give a shit. Did you know that... <laughs> Did you know that Bob Marley was buried with some marijuana? Doesn't sound far-fetched to me. Yep, he was buried with marijuana, his red Gibson guitar, and a Bible open to the 23rd Psalm. Cool. Did you know that Cameron Diaz bought marijuana off Snoop Dogg in high school? Yes, I did. <laughs> what yes, a, I did. What a great story that is. That is pretty awesome. I love the fact that he's sold dope in high school. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why he was able to play Mac so well and Mac and Devin go to high school. Because he knew how it was. Did you know that cannabis was the first product ever sold online? What? Even though it was illegal, students at Stanford University used their accounts at Stanford University's Artificial Intelligence Laboratory to connect with students at MIT in order to arrange a cannabis sale. That is awesome. See, Stanford, MIT, those are smart kids. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that the state of Colorado literally has more dispensaries than they have Starbucks and McDonald's? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, what's the only thing that is going to have more demand than fucking fast food chains and coffee? It's literally weed. Everyone will smoke weed. See, that's another thing. I always said before it became legal, and I, and I say the same thing uh, about prostitution, legalize it tax it, and you're going to make a ton Profit. of fucking money for the state. Yeah. Right? It's like if all America gives a shit about is money, which seemingly that's all they care about. It is. Then why not make the biggest money moves possible? I love the thought of actually being able to walk into a store and just picking up uh, some weed. I think it'd be awesome. Dude. What do Costco. you think? Oh, man. Samples. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they have like uh, all these different kinds and you can go around and do all that. But they also have snacks they recommend with each one. Yes. Like how you can, pair, shit. You yes. can pair wine with yep. certain meals. Uh-huh. Yeah, compare like candy bars and shit or just like a really good drink. That like goes with the this certain kind of Cheez-Its if you smoke this strain. Mm -hmm. That would be so cool. What do you think the Black Friday deals would be like out there? <laughs> Dude, in that little shopping center we just went in for food today, mm -hmm. there's going to be a dispensary there. Oh, yeah. All sorts of places. That would be... Right next to the local sex shop. Because, yeah, we've driven through um, Oklahoma before, and the amount of green pluses you see there is astounding. Did you know that you would have to smoke 1,500 pounds of cannabis in 15 minutes, which is physically impossible to overdose? Yeah, uh, or you have to eat a ton as well, and you're not going to be able to do it. Did you know that Seattle, Washington offers marijuana vending machines called Zazz? Dude, those probably get broken into, man. But yeah, can you imagine just jonesing for some weed, though, and you put your, your money in, and you hit the button, and it starts spinning out, but then it gets stopped? Dude. And doesn't fall down. I wonder how many people, obviously they're like bolted to walls and floors and stuff. And, the, and they're, they're going to get taken. And I, they can't have the glass front either. But I feel like someone would get some like straps and get their truck. Like, <laughs> yeah, trying to get it. But then again, it's like, it's just weed. Is anyone really going to do that for weed? Yeah, probably. That's a lot I mean, of weed. Yeah, I guess that's true. That is a lot, depending it, on how much they keep in there. Yeah, I mean, because you they got to keep it stocked, though. Yeah, but but you get that, and then it, and then you take it across the border somewhere, or or mail it out to some people, or whatever. There's gonna be new kinds of armored trucks now. 
<laughs> yeah. There's some full of money, some full of fucking weed. And maybe they'll make them out of weed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. Good callback to the yep. movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want your mood to go back down. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Did you know that in the state of Colorado, they had to switch mile marker 420 and rename it 419.99 because people kept stealing the sign? That's actually really funny. I'm not surprised by that. And also, do you know where the term 420 came from? Uh, I know it's Hitler's birthday. What? Pretty sure Hitler's birthday was April 20th. Why would that have anything to do with it, weed? It doesn't, but it's just a coincidence. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, he was born it, on April 20th. Yeah, it's a, it's a coincidence. That's not why people celebrate 420, which also, <laughs> if you make it legal in the U.S., then everyone has an extra holiday to celebrate, which seems fun. Do you think mom would get you little uh, dabs in your stocking? She wouldn't get me shit. No, she, will she wouldn't. Be, she wouldn't give me cash either. She will be so mad at you if you smoke weed. I know. I mean, mad. <sighs> I know. And if I ever do, I well, she let me drink. So what's the difference? If you, you smoke, she'd fucking stab you in your sleep. You, if we smoke together, and she oh my found gosh, out, oh my yeah. god, we'd be dead. You mean if she finds out? Um. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you really got to check first on your medication. You really got to do some in-depth research. I did my and, research and, and, and drinking and, and everything what you too. absolutely cannot do is what you did when you started drinking is just fucking binge at the start. Yeah, yeah. like like almost what, like three out of the first five days. It was four nights in a row. I yeah, got drunk. That's bad. Yeah, and that so, fucked me up a while. I, and and look, I'm not giving you permission, but if you do. Like, you just smoke a tiny little bit, and then you fucking wait. Like, I'm serious, like a fucking month or something, okay? I'm telling you, man, it, it better just be almost like special occasions for you. Like, like for real. Yeah. Because if it does alter your medication in a negative way, and you aren't realizing it, because when you were bad, you didn't even realize how bad you were. And there was no reasoning with you when you were like that. Yeah. So if you get like that, it might be harder to get you back to where you're stable and need to be. We need a code word. What do you mean? So like something that like, obviously when I'm not in a good place, I take everything y'all say with a grain of salt, just out of just that's that's how it goes, kind of. I need a say like a not a safe word, but <laughs> whiskey. A phrase y'all can say where it's like, dude, like this is the word we made together when you were fine, telling you to snap out of it and believe us. It's gonna start with listen, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've actually thought about this before, and I think what needs to happen is you need to write it out on a piece of paper so it's your own writing. And I should be able to just slap you in the face. Okay, and now that's going to make things worse. And, and unfold it and then say, read it. And then, then you read it and you cry and you hug me and you're like, okay, dad, I'll, I'll do better. I haven't hugged you in like 10 years. It's when you wrecked the cars last time you hugged me. But you actually remember it that fast is when the last time you got hugged by me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you wrecked the car and you were crying and hugging me. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt so bad as the family car. I know. I'm still upset with you about that. <laughs> I don't know why that like faded out. I always have hugged mom. Yeah. You want to you wanna hug me right now? No. So the only reason I feel like it's like awkward now. It's not like I... A side hug would work. We don't want our friends touching. Me and you never thought like, oh, we need to stop hugging each other. It's yeah. just like I th- mom loves that. Yeah. And me and you were like, we don't mind it. No. We don't love it. We don't hate it. Sometimes we love it. But there was just something that wasn't, like, necessary, so it faded away or something. Yeah, I used to kiss my dad on the cheek at night. I kissed you on the cheek once. I was a really little kid. I was up on the counter. And did I say... That's how little I was. And did I say, don't fucking do that again? (laughs) No, you're like... Okay. Did your dad say that? No. (laughs) I was like, damn. No. You had, like, you were scruffy, and I was like, ugh. I think I just got to an age with my dad to where it's like, it doesn't feel right. Kissing is one thing, too. Hugging is a lot easier but you see some people like they see a friend that they haven't seen in a long time and they go up and they just kind of kiss each other on the cheek and stuff that that's weird man i've i've hugged my friends before well yeah yeah i mean i i hug my friends when i see them it's been a long time and Mm -hmm. it's like 
you know, you you grab their hand and it's like bring it in for a hug type thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like it never feels weird. No, it's not. But an embrace is is different. To me, embrace just means hug. But if you, but hold on a little bit too long. Depending on the word in front of embrace, soft embrace, mm, that's different. <laughs> I, I want you next time you get together with your friends, just go up behind one of them and just hug them and hold them for a, a little I, bit longer. I than, and I than could you do should. that, and it would just be a funny joke. I know. Like if I it'd make them if, feel so uncomfortable. If, if I got dick to ass and put my arms like around yep. their belly, like that's just something that's happened before. Dude, and you, they would start like breathing on your neck, whispering <laughs> in your ear. Like that's something my friends would do. And we're all like laughing our asses off. Some people will just like play back and be like, oh, honey, or whatever, and like grab their dick. Uh, yeah, just okay. to, it's one of those things like a uh, to get them off. And then everyone starts laughing to get them off. Okay, to get them off your back. Oh, okay. And that then, too. But there's some, if you grab them, they'll be like, dude, <laughs> like, you're like, bro, stop. Uh, I've had a, having a friend whisper in your ear is real <laughs> weird. Yeah. I was just sitting on the couch last time I went to um, my friend's house. There are a bunch of us there. I was sitting on the couch and he, like, facing towards my legs are down. You okay, know? but you did something with your fingers just then, and I'm a little worried about where this oh, story's going. He, he was walking towards me like this, facing me. Yeah. And he like was bow-legged and put his legs like on the outside of my legs and okay. sat down, and oh, he was okay. all whispering in my ear. Oh, no. And one time he like, backed up and did like the lap dancey kind of thing. And well, it, that's funny. I just think it's funny. Like, yeah. It doesn't phase me to have somebody like bounce on my wiener area. Okay, that- I, I just I thought it was funny as hell. Your wiener. So like some some dudes, if if another dude does that to them, is gonna be like, bro, what are you doing? Stop. Get the fuck off me, bro. Yeah, like the, they'll try and puff out their chest and all that. But if you go along with it, it just yeah. it is so much funnier. Like I'd be like, like grabbing the seat hard and like throwing yeah. my head back and stuff. Like oh, going oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Like, I already fucking blew a load earlier today. Dude, what I want you to do, like, next time you have to stop by Walmart and pick up some uh, chips and dips when you take them to your friend's house for the barbecues and stuff. Yeah. I want you to get a single cucumber and take that with you and then go up and hug your friends from behind, but have one of your oh. hands just nudge that into their <laughs> butt crack. <laughs> Please. funny. Okay. I want to hear all about that. Okay. That would be pretty but funny. But, you know, it can't be like a big zucchini. Just just like I mean, a... I'll get something kind of skinny, so maybe it'll fit between yeah, the cheeks better. Yeah. That would be really funny. Oh, it'd actually. be so great. Yes, please do that. I want to hear all about it. Okay. Maybe even let a friend in on it and have him, like, film one of them. <laughs> that would be funny. All right, so 420. Any other guesses? Because I, I know there's always been those, well, it's Bob Marley's birthday, or it's the day Bob Marley died, or it's uh, is the, it either of those. It, it's the code for uh, like 187 is like a murder, you know, a lot of 211 people say, is an armed robbery. So I, I think a lot of people think 420 is like the code for they got possession. Pot. Yeah. I have no idea. All right. So it's kind of a cool story. In 1971, five San Rafael, California high school friends that were known as the Waldos, which is not a very uh, tough gang name. Mm-mm. They heard of an abandoned pot. They heard about an abandoned plot of pot plants. That's hard to say. Aban- <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. Abandoned plot of pot pants. Abandoned. I can't do it. Abandoned pot. Of, abandoned, abandoned plot of pot plants. Okay. Again. Abandoned pot of pot. <laughs> abandoned plot of pot plants. Abandoned plot of pot plants. Abandoned. <laughs> Damn. I thought I had it that third time, too. I was confident. Abandoned plot of pot plants in California's Point Reyes Forest. So they were related about it, and they made plans to find the hidden loot. You know, that that's one of those urban legends that is you and your friends would get together and be that like, dude, cool. we're going to go find this fucking abandoned plot of pot plants. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't happen anymore, though. Like, I feel like you had to be a kid or whatever, high school or below in like 2005 or earlier to find any sort of legend that was worth <laughs> going into the woods for or oh that old lady in that house she's a like what she does at night is crazy that doesn't happen anymore well because i think way back in the day when you were kids imagination played a much bigger role in your lives yeah i mean that's true all right so each waldo was a student athlete and their treasure hunting had to wait until after sports practice ended at approximately 
So throughout the day, they would get together and they'd be like, 420, 420. That's like, that's the time they were going to meet up. And they would crazy that that spread around literally the entire world. That's crazy. It is. Just like what you said, four high schoolers. Mm -hmm. Did they ever find the plot of pot? They did not. It was probably urban legend. That sucks. All right. Unfortunately, I do not have any more fun facts, so we are (laughs) going to have to get back to the movie. Okay. But now we've covered enough time to go to favorite parts. All right. Favorite parts. Um, I did enjoy ish the moment whenever the one cop on the motorcycle stopped them and then he got high and he said, what do y'all want? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought that was okay. I was like, all right, that was, good. and he wanted their hot dog. And then that's where that bit kind of ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the other thing I said earlier? Oh yeah. Whenever the weed van was rocking and everyone thought, fuck me, Alex. Yeah. I hated that lady. That lady was annoying as fuck. Gosh. Yeah, my favorite part was the motorcycle cop. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go much further, how does the guessing work for scores? I don't want to say my guess before because it could influence, you know, same to you. Well, we'll write them down. Okay. I'll I'll write down my score. You write down your score so nothing gets influenced. I'll just keep it in my head. I don't have a, but then a you, legal pad and a pen right there. But then you could end up cheating, you know? Okay, I guess, yeah, it makes more sense to have it. Just so you have a big... <gasps> I think my favorite part, I remembered really laughing and enjoying it when uh, they kept peeing on the cop's leg. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that I thought about before uh, we watched this movie was, well, that was funny. I think he'll find that funny. Because I was in my head trying to think, is there anything that he will enjoy about this movie. There was just not a lot of substance to it. This this movie really could have been like 15 minutes because a lot of it was just spent looking for pot and then driving. And I can't really even tell you what else was going on most of the time. It, it was stupid. They'd go to somebody's house. They'd be there for a little while. Then they'd get busted and they'd go to somebody else's house and there were cops watching that. I don't know, man. There There wasn't a lot to this movie. So, therefore, we have not really talked much about it. It's Cheech and Chong. They're trying to get high, or they are getting high. They're in a van made out of marijuana. They pick up a couple of hitchhikers, and then they go to Battle of the Bands and win. Uh, All right, Bucket of Chicken? This is going to be hard. Like, who? Who or where does it go? Oh, I know where mine's going. (sighs) There's really, like, nothing in my (laughs) opinion. The soundtrack was terrible no, for the most part. Not not all of it. There well, was there was an instrumental song that sounded cool that had one of those like wooden yeah. frogs with the spikes. And I think that was a Cheech and Chong song. But they had Lowrider at the very beginning. Oh, okay, yeah. But basically the whole battle of the bands was all talentless goobers. Man. It, and it was I don't like, know if it was supposed to be that way because it's a battle of the bands and no one like I feel like no one that good will actually go to one of those. So they were still, all supposed to be punk bands. They and, were horrible. And yeah, they were awful. And I almost feel like three days before filming, they just put a flyer out at, at fucking I don't I don't know, on the streets or maybe at some colleges and just said, dude, if you show up with instruments and stuff and you can play even a tiny little bit, you'll be in the movie. Because they were terrible. They were awful. But um, there was one shining moment at the Battle of the Bands with one particular person, and that one particular person is going to get my bucket of chicken. It was the punk rock girl who came out and was doing that dance in front of that band. Oh, yeah, their non-background dancer, uh-huh. the foreground dancer. She had that. She had those kick-ass fucking 80s punk rock glasses on, yeah. and yeah, just an awesome little, little dance, and uh, she was... Uh, she was good looking and just, I, I love watching, I enjoy watching people dance and her dance was, uh, it was on point as the cool kids say. So she gets my bucket of chicken. Not on point. No one says that anymore. I really can't think of anything, man. I mean, I don't want to just give my favorite part, the bucket of chicken. And that cop who was, who stopped them and asked for the hot dog. Maybe he'd like a bucket of chicken as well. I'm sure hot dog's I'll, not enough I'll when just, you're that high. I'll give it to him. Okay. It's, it's such a cop out. I already wrote my score down for All you. Right. Well, don't don't look my way. Why can't I look your way? Because last time you tried to figure out what I wrote. Oh, 
I feel like your range for guessing mine is a lot easier than mine for you. I yeah, I would think so. Um, all right, let me come up with mine real quick in my head. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna write mine down too. That way, you know I'm not cheating. Hang on. All right, Jack. Score time. Zero. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was a one, and then I just changed it like a okay. couple seconds ago. Zero. Okay. I I first guessed a two. And then I, I bumped it up to a four. Since, <laughs> I, since, I was gonna say you have a five point range with yeah. me. That means zero, one, two, three, and four. I mean, look, you, you said it, it was one of the worst movies you've ever seen, and you said that you'd rather watch Blood Fart Lake, which we gave a zero to. But then we talked and had some fun, and a lot of times as we talk, your score kind of goes up. So it I, was a one percent for the the bike cop that I gave my uh-huh. favorite part and bucket of chicken to. Okay, and then I was like. This movie doesn't even deserve a point, man. It was just so bad. Yeah. I sometimes I have to snap out of my like happier side after talking for a bunch about other shit uh-huh. and think back to how horrible it was to watch it. So it was a negative one, I guess. And then the my motorcycle cop showed up and it would, then it became zero. Wow, a negative. And we, I don't, we don't work on that scale. No. If we did, then I'd have multiple negatives because this is like my third zero. I'm sure Swearnet was a zero. No, I don't think you gave Swearnet a zero. Maybe no, like let me a check. nine. Nine sounds right then. You gave Swearnet a one. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a nine. Oh, so okay. So someone did give it a nine. Yeah, Swearnet deserves a negative. Let me look at just some of your lowest scores. Um, so I've had two zeros and a one. You gave Saw a three. Yeah. I know I have some other single-digit scores. At least I thought. You do not. Oh. So I have two zeros, a one. Oh, Us? Us is single-digit. I gave Us a nine. So, yeah. So I have two zeros, one uh, for SwearNet, three for Saw, and a nine for Us. I have five single-digit. All right. Let me count my single digits. Six for Saw. <laughs> that was a disaster. I'd rather watch that again than watch this. Zero for Blood Fart Lake. Nine for Swearnet. Five for Mac and Devin Go to High School. <laughs> what did I give that? An Eleven. That movie sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, that's all I had. So you have four. One yeah, lesson. four. <laughs> but will this one be my fifth? No. All right. So this movie was terrible. It yeah. was... Very, very, very hard for me to not turn this off. I didn't like it at all. And I really, there were like three times where I was like, dude, let's watch the other one. Let's watch the other one. I guessed way too high. Damn it. But but I changed my mind. So I'm giving this movie a 16. I guessed 28. Okay. All right. I was uh, 20 for a while, but man, it was bad. It it was really, really (laughs) bad. I, I don't have any idea how it was good back in, in 78 and, and in the early 80s. I just, it's such a weird, weird thing that shit that was good back then is just not even watchable today. It's yeah. like it's like a sign of this is mental evolution. You would right? think it's just, it would depreciate, obviously. Everything depreciates over time. But to go from the number one hit thing to... A fucking zero on a movie list. Just unwatchable crap. You would never think you would hit that. But funny is funny, you know? And But how is funny then not even remotely funny anymore, you know? I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a conundrum. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed or not, but at the end of the movie when, um, what was the name of their band? Cheech's? Alice something. Alice... Like Alice Hendricks or something. They, something. they they come they they combine two names of of famous rock stars around that time or something. Um I don't know if you noticed or not, but I was on my phone um looking up some fun facts that I could use for the podcast. Yeah, I was I noticed you on your phone mm-hmm. and I like to not reveal my opinion until basically you've stood up and the lights have been turned on and I can't not smile. I already knew. I mean, yeah, but like I want to save the outburst usually for when we start recording. And I thought about looking over at you and being like, turn your phone off. You got to suffer through this <laughs> with me. Like I've seen it, I'm, but you never suffered through it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, mean, I did I today. Maybe you did before this because you knew it was going to be terrible. Yeah, no. Yeah, I knew it was going to be terrible. But I, but I stand by my pick because, again, it's 420. Whoa! Oh, marijuana. Whoa. Scary. And very scary. It's Cheech and Chong, and they were the birth of the stoner comedy. And uh, don't and disrespect your elders. Dude, where's my car than that? And dude, where's my car? I thought it was funny when I was a kid. I hated that movie when we did it. Yeah, it was bad. Wait, was that? Did we not score that with single right, digit? Last one I'm going to look up, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Okay. What episode do you think that was? Oh, gosh. I want to say like 70s. 53. Okay. I was kind of close. I gave it a 25. <laughs> Any guesses what you gave it? 14. 49. What? Yep. <laughs> That's weird how the mind changes. Because like right now, when I think of that movie, I think of, damn, what a disappointment. I yeah. don't like it anymore. Yeah. Apparently, I liked it enough to get a fucking 49. Yeah. And that movie really, really isn't much better than this one. <laughs> Oh, it's a lot better than one we just watched. And yeah, that's true. But like the the and them, that used to be funny to me. Yeah. I hate that scene. I still like, dude, a llama. And it was an ostrich. <laughs> I don't remember that. And the girls that will give you oral pleasure and the Sultan. Yeah. It, it had a lot of uh, humorous moments. Their that, tattoos. Yeah. Dude. Sweet. And, and it's funny. We're kind of giggling about that now. But when we were watching it back it then, we were sucks. like, this is stupid. I don't like this. Yeah. Because, it, it, but it's weird how the mind like distorts things. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I think that's why women have uh, multiple kids because they do not remember their pregnancy and birth. Yeah. They, they <laughs> I can't. was like, where's he going with this? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they don't remember how much it fucking hurt. All right, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the 420 episode of Movie Muggin. Whoa! Whoa marijuana! Whoa. Scary! Also known as episode number 156. If you would like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. If you want to, you can head on over to our website. You can listen to our uh, episodes there. You can also click on some links like the Ask Jack link and uh, send us a, a question for Jack. Or you can go to our movies we've mugged alphabetically and see if your favorite movie's on there and you can listen to uh, to our take on it. Some comedy gold. And there's also a link to our merch store. And uh, we've pimped that enough. You guys know what's over there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'll be making some more soon. I got a lot of different ideas. I just haven't had time to, to sit down and do it. All right. So thanks again for listening. And uh, smoke them if you got them. And you have yourself a movie mugging day. Bye. I have a boner.